Hi, I'm Dave Bush on KZ1O, and this is 99hobbies.com. Today I'm at Concord, New Hampshire at the McAuliffe Shepherd Discovery Center. I'm talking to Dave McDonald about something I just saw happen here, the first contact at Kilo Alpha 1 Sierra Kilo Yankee. Hi Dave, how are you? Hey, we're doing great here today, thank you. Thanks for having me here to talk to you about this new amateur radio station. Well, thanks for taking the interest to be here. Can you tell me a little bit about, uh, well first of all, what are we going to accomplish by putting this station on the air? Well, one of the things that we do as a science center is examine the part of the electromagnetic spectrum and radio waves are part of the electromagnetic spectrum so that's one aspect to help people understand how radios work how information is transmitted on uh, wavelengths that are part of the electromagnetic spectrum okay and one of the things that we're on the practical side hoping to do is to make some contacts with the international space station be able to bounce some signals off the moon and talk to people elsewhere in the world and to make contacts with uh, with other students. We want to be able to help students get their uh, amateur radio merit badges if they're a Boy Scout or just generally become interested in uh, radio. Now let's say if somebody comes to visit here, um, they come in front door, they get a ticket, they walk around and they come up to the station. Can they actually operate the station or how does that work? The neat thing is that we do have uh, staff here who have their radio license and we also have a great host of volunteers from Nearfest and the Katukuk Valley Radio Club, uh, obviously licensed in uh, amateur radio and they will be on hand to help our guests get on the air and yes they will be able to use the radio and talk to others. So this isn't just something that's going to be behind glass that talks about how radios work. This will really be a, a working radio station. It is in fact a working radio station, yes. And there's antennas on the roof and the whole thing? We have a variety of antennas. We'll be able to do uh, HF, VHF and UHF and uh, you know pretty much the spectrum of the radio frequencies and we hope to even make contact at some point with uh, the astronauts on the International Space Station. Oh, that's great. So you have tracking antennas with azimuth and elevation? And we the... do. We have a computerized system. We have a computer that uh, controls both the radio and the antennas so that we are able to track satellites and the International Space Station. So uh, as they go overhead, they may, depending upon their elevation or their altitude above the horizon, we may be able to have a period of contact somewhere between three and six minutes. That's pretty cool. Um, now, if somebody wants to find out more about this facility in general, um, I've been to the website. Can you tell my listeners how they can get there and find out about it themselves? Absolutely. Please visit www.starhop, that's S-T-A-R-H-O-P.com. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Dave. I hope we send a lot of people in, in your direction. I'm going to spend the rest of the afternoon looking around this great place. Well, thanks. It is a great place. Thanks for coming. Take care. CQ School Club Roundup. CQ School Club Roundup. This is KA1SKY. Kilo Alpha 1 Sierra Kilo Yankee. KA1SKY. McAuliffe Shepherd Discovery Center, Concord, New Hampshire. Calling CQ School Club Roundup and listening.
I'm here in Concord, New Hampshire, talking to Mike, W1RC, and I just saw something amazing here at the dedication of a new ham radio station. Hi, Mike. Hello. Tell me, uh, tell me what we just saw here. I heard somebody calling CQ on 20 meters. What was so special about that? Well, I guess what was special about it was it's my 12-year-old K1YTV, but in actual fact, the station is kind of an interesting culmination of about three years of effort. Uh, I'm the uh, benevolent dictator of the New England Amateur <laughs> Radio Festival. Okay. That is my title. Okay. <laughs> and they call me Mr. Mike. At any rate, we're a nonprofit, and one of our goals with the Hamfest is to take any profits and use it to try to interest newcomers to the hobby with a special emphasis on young people. Because without young people, the hobby is going to die. And sure. there's no question about that. And I was here in, in 2007 with Yativ looking at the planetarium, and it occurred to me, you know, this would be a heck of a place to have a ham radio station. Since we had some money left over from the Hamfest, and we're not allowed to keep it, I figured, you know, I bet we could put a ham radio station in here and expose young people, because they run a lot of young people through here. So I got in touch with John Moore, N1FOJ, who's the El Presidente of the Katukut Valley Radio Club. <laughs> and I said, what about it, John? You think we could uh, work a partnership between you and the planetarium? Uh, you guys would supply the operators and uh, on schedule and maybe run some classes, get some people licensed. And he said, we can do that. And they did. They ran a class in uh, January of 2008. They graduated seven amateurs, all on staff here at the planetarium. And then I set about putting together the equipment. I contacted Kenwood USA, and they were very gracious. Oh, that's super. They donated a TS-2000, which is mm. a nice radio. And uh, we found some, we found the entire antenna system on qrz.com on the classifieds. And for about uh, you know, a few thousand bucks, mm -hmm. We put together what you see here now as KA1SKY. We gave it to them. So what kind of capabilities do you, do you have here at the station? I know there's HF. There's primarily uh, satellites because the antenna system is set up to work satellites. The uh, rotator system is the Yesu Azel rotor. Okay. It has a computer-controlled uh, satellite tracker. All of which I know nothing about. I'm an HF <laughs> operator. I run Collins S-Line with uh -huh. vacuum tubes. That's where I come from. Uh -huh. But it doesn't matter. It's all ham radio. And this, I figure, because it's a planetarium, their focus should be working extraterrestrial satellites and bouncing signals off the moon, sure. which this station can do. That's great. Now, um, you mentioned before, how much time as far as planning and equipment acquisition and stuff, how much actually went into this day today? Took three years total, three years. Wow. but not entirely because uh, this building you're now in is the Discovery Center. This wasn't here three years ago. Okay. So this delayed it for over a year while they built the Discovery Center. And now the station is right at the entrance from the Discovery Center into the old planetarium. You can't visit this place and not see this amateur radio station. I was noticing that. It's a great location. It's right next to the Mercury capsule. or the I guess that's a replica. It's a replica of Alan Shepard's. Uh, Freedom 7 capsule, but it's a uh, you know same size. That's how big it was. It wasn't very big. And and we can hear in the background. I think the listeners can hear lots of kids running and playing and having a good time, oh, which yeah, I, I think place. is I think is what it's all about. This is a kid place, and and you know we're hoping that these kids will be sitting here and they'll be watching this station, talking to somebody, and who knows where perhaps off a satellite or even off the surface of the moon, and say, that's pretty cool. I think I want to know more about this. 
I think I saw some of that happening. We had a crowd of maybe, what, 50 kids that were sitting in the group here? There were a here. number of them here. And somebody was talking about moon bounce, and I noticed they started to squirm and laugh and giggle and realize that can really happen. We have two ham operators right here. We have Miles and Jerry. They both do moon bounce routinely. And uh, today with the low noise amplifiers, VHF, UHF, Moon Bounce is not the challenge that it was years ago. Really? You have the computer tracking capabilities, okay. the high gain antennas, and uh, this station will have a Moon Bounce take place probably in the spring. Oh, that's great. Spring this year? This year. If, now, if somebody happens to find themselves in, uh, in uh, Concord, New Hampshire, uh, you probably recommend that they stop by the station and take a look? Well, I'd recommend they stop by the Discovery Center and take a look. How long should they plan? Is it not an hour or two, right? Probably I, the I whole day? I don't know. It depends <laughs> how, how long they want to look. But the uh, station is being run and maintained by the Kentuckook Valley Radio Club. Nearfest okay. is no longer involved with the station. Okay. Our job was to build it, to supervise you know, its construction, and to provide all the hardware. Now that the station is up and running, we're looking for another place to do one because we got more money to get rid of. Well, if, uh, if somebody's interested in sort of duplicating what you folks have done here, should they contact the Kentucky Club? They could contact us or they could contact the Kentucky Club. We now have a blueprint on how to do it. See, that's the thing. You've got a success story, I think, that uh, might be some good information for other clubs even around the country that would like to do this. Uh, do you guys have a website? We do. It's www.nearfest, that's N-E-A-R hyphen F-E-S-T, N-E-A-R hyphen F-E-S-T dot com. Okay, and we'll put that in the show notes so that if somebody wants to click on yeah. it, they can. But this could be done by, you know, any club, but what it really takes is a dedicated club that has the energy and the time, because this is an ongoing commitment. This doesn't end. Oh, it see. just starts now because the club will be providing the operators and the expertise. It's true that there are now, I think, 12 members of the staff that are licensed. They mm -hmm. had another class. That's 12 on the staff of the of facility the, here. Of the facility uh -huh. here. But they have their own work to do, sure. and they can't be sitting here playing radio during right. working hours, right. and probably when they're not working, they want to go home. Right. But uh, they're all educators here. This is an educational institution. And... Uh, this is part of the electromagnetic display. We hope that at one point we'll have a vintage station here. And, uh, you know, the sky's the limit, but it, the sky's <laughs> not the limit here. That's true. When, when you and I were talking earlier, you mentioned that there is a secret to the success of a project like that? Absolutely. Could you, could you tell my listeners what, what you told me? Two things. Number one, everybody has to want the same thing. Number two is, Nobody cares who gets the credit. You leave the egos at the door. It's amazing what you can do. That's great. That's a, that's a great success story. Okay, Michael, W1RC, thanks so much for spending time with us today, and I'm sure we'll be back to visit again. I certainly hope so. 73.